Welcome, friend, to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. Are you struggling to be more productive in your home and to be more productive overall? Are you struggling with purposeful parenting? I know why. It's because you're an extroverted stay-at-home mom and you are putting yourself in a bucket with every other stay-at-home mom out there who is telling you all the ways to be more organized and productive and get more done and be a patient parent and it's just not working. You are empty, unfulfilled, lonely, exhausted, and you don't have the energy that you know is out there for you somewhere. And I have the answer. Hi friend, I'm Michelle Bird, and I have been in your fancy shoes. The answer is to understand that the extroverted stay-at-home mom needs specific solutions that help fill our bucket as extroverts so that we can pour from a full cup so that we can be more productive and purposeful in our parenting. Get ready, friend. Reheat that coffee, pop in your earbuds, and come hang out with me. It's time for today's show. Hello, busy, vibrant moms. I'm so excited to talk to you today. We have a super fun conversation today that number one distraction, keeping you from being productive in your day. What do you think it is? And we'll go through some easy, fun solutions that will help you be more productive and more efficient in your day. So let's jump in. As always, please leave a review. It just lights up my heart. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And we would love to connect with you. So if you'd like to connect, come on over to the Facebook group, the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group, or you can find me on my website, www.byrdmichelle.com, birdmichelle.com. All right. So do you find yourself getting to the end of the day and wondering where the time went? Maybe you intended to get so much done off your to-do list, but then you realize, oh my goodness, I just scratched the surface. I've done like two or three things and I had all this stuff I was going to try to finish before I had to go get the kids from school or pick them up from an activity before my kind of work block was done. As a mom, you're always taking care of whether you're working on a side business or whether you're taking care of stuff from the house. Maybe you're making dentist appointments. In fact, I had to make a dentist appointment. I currently have a tooth that is extremely painful. So I was hoping to record this before I get to go to the dentist. So who knows how my mouth will feel after that fun times. But as moms, you're doing all these other things, right? It's not just a one and done thing. There's constantly more to do's that are added to your list. So how do you get all those things done? And what is that number one thing that's distracting you and keeping you from being productive? As moms, our number one thing that is distracting us, wait for it, is being distracted. It is in and of itself. We sit down to work on our to-do list and we realize we need to grab a cup of coffee or I need to grab some water. 
Or maybe, oh, I didn't check the mail. Maybe I have a package outside. Go walk outside, check the mail. Check the kitchen. The kitchen is a mess. Clean up the kitchen. 30 minutes later, do we check our phone? Do we have any messages? Did somebody message us? Do we have a Voxer message? Did somebody like our post on Facebook or Instagram? And we get wrapped up, spiraled up in our phones. Or maybe our kids are home and they interrupt us. Mom, I'm bored. Mom, I don't know what to do. Mom, I'm hungry. That's usually what I hear from my kids. I'm bored. I'm hungry. And when can we play on our iPads? (laughs) Those are the main questions, right? They come, they interrupt us, and then you try to get back to where was I before they interrupted me? And then several hours later, we realize... We never got started on that thing we were going to do and let alone get the hundreds of things we needed to get done. Then we feel discouraged because we feel like now we have more or what seems like more on our plate. It's probably just the same amount of stuff. But I just was wondering if you have been there because I have. (laughs) I'm raising my hand over here. I've totally been there where I sit down to do something and I have squirrel brain and I'm shiny object syndrome of I do this and then I do this and I do this and I think, oh my gosh, I should do this. And then I look up and I'm, half my day is gone. It's crazy. So what can we do to stop this crazy circle? We can plan ahead. So grab a piece of paper, your phone, pencil, whatever you need to jot these down. There's four main ways that we need to be planning ahead. Number one is to grab whatever you need before you sit down. Now this may seem simple enough, but make sure that you have the space that you're gonna work and it's clean and clear and ready for you to go. Your stuff is there, maybe your laptop, maybe your phone because you need to be calling somebody, maybe a headset or something so that when you're on the phone, you're not all over the place or listening to something. All the stuff you need, your special pens, your planner, anything you need is right there at your workspace. It's nice and clean. You have maybe some essential oils going in the background. I know I like to, or grab some water or some tea, or maybe you have some breakfast or some lunch or whatever it is. So grab whatever you need before you sit down so you're not jumping up every five minutes trying to go get something, get everything all set and settled. I like to actually spread out. And so I sit at the kitchen table in, of course, our kitchen and just spread out all the way across the kitchen table. Like, okay, my stuff's over here and my laptop's here. So I like to have lots of room, but do what works for you. Just find a nice clean space that you feel you can either decorate with some fun things or just make it your own kind of comfy space. Number two, plan for disturbance or distractions or interruptions, however you might want to call them, by giving your kids, if they're little, a special busy box. Now this kind of busy box, you can put in special things that your kids get. Now this box only comes out during the time when you're working. 
So it's not a box that is usually something that comes out. So it's saved and it's kind of surprised. You can put fun little snacks in there, things from the dollar store, special coloring items, maybe a special coloring book, maybe a special game, a special toy, a special lovey, something really fun that you know your kid will love. It stays in the box. It's best to get a clear box that they can see through and then put it up high when you're not working and they don't get the busy box. So they can walk past it. It's in a spot where they will see. You say, oh my gosh, wait until mommy is working again and you get your busy box. I think there's some new special things in there for you to check out and it's only for you. So maybe you want to have one busy box for each kid, or maybe you want to have one big one for like a couple kids, but this is really for when your kids are a little bit smaller and fun. They need fun, new little distractions. So a busy box is great to keep them from disturbing you. Also, I have found that packing a lunch for my kids every night, the night before I pack it at dinner, and we use their same lunch boxes that they go to school with. So whether it's Saturday, whether it's Sunday, whether it's Monday, whatever day it is, during the summer, whatever it is, I pack lunch for them the night before. And so that way I don't have to stop my work block, stop what I'm doing and go over to the kitchen and pull out from the refrigerator all the things that they need for lunch and try to make them a healthy meal at that time. I usually hate pulling everything out and getting everything settled because it takes so long. Whereas I eat lunch, but I usually eat like a granola bar or I eat something quick or I have like some oatmeal that I just warm up really fast because usually I'm in the zone, I'm working on stuff. And I don't want to take an hour, two or three hours to make lunch and take like 15 minutes and get back to what I was doing. But My kiddos, I want to give them a healthy, yummy lunch that has fruits and vegetables and all the things that they like, because of course they know where all the snack foods are. So that's where they're going to go first if they're hungry. So if I have their lunch all made with healthy things and healthy snacks, and it's been made the day before, it's so much easier. It saves so much time because when they're hungry, as you know, of having one or two kids, they don't all get hungry at the same time. One may have eaten breakfast, like our youngest, as early as humanly possible, so maybe 7.30, with perhaps his brother at like eight o'clock. And then our daughter won't eat until somebody forces her out of bed, probably around 11.30 or 12. So they're all over the map. The boys are hungry way before she's hungry because they've eaten something several hours ago. So it's really easy when the lunches are all packed and in their fritter. If they want a snack, you can say, you can grab something out of your lunch. Or if they want their lunch, say, great, go take it outside. Go eat your lunch. If you want to sit inside in the kitchen, that's great. I'm working over here. You can have lunch over there. If you want to take it outside, great. If you decided you got everything done in your work block and you wanted to go to the park or you wanted to go meet some friends or you wanted to go to the pool, all your lunches are already made. All you have to do is grab them out of the refrigerator, put them in a bag and take them. 
So I love, love, love the idea of packing a lunch the night before. Whether you have plans or not, it saves so much time and headache for me at least, in the middle of the day when they all get hungry at different times and you feel like, I just took out all the food to feed you and I made this meal for you and now I have to do it all again because the next person gets hungry like two or three hours later. Huge, huge plus. Make lunch the night before for your kids, put it in their lunchbox, stick it in the fridge. When they need a snack, just like at school, they grab it. When they need their lunch, just like at school, they grab it and you are good to go. Then you're not making lunch a hundred (laughs) times. And the other tip for kids and disruptions is to have kind of a schedule. I don't know if this works for all families. Some people are not really schedule people and that's cool, but just kind of know your family. Does it work to have kind of a roundabout schedule of in the morning, we'll have a low key morning and you can read books, play outside, and do two or three other things. And then midday we'll have lunch. And then after lunch, we're gonna go swim in the pool. So do whatever you want in this morning block. And maybe that's your work block. Or maybe you take your kids to the pool in the morning or to the park while it's cool outside. They have lunch and then you come back. Everybody has a low key afternoon of resting. And that's when you get your work block done. So figure out what way you want to schedule your time and when you have a good time to do a work block with your kids at home during the summer. Another option might be getting up early and doing two or three hours before your kids get rolling. And then once they're rolling and doing stuff, taking a break, going to the pool or something like midday, and then coming back and doing two or three more hours once they get back. So figure out a good schedule that works for you. So number one was grab what you need before you sit down to that work block. Grab what you need as far as drinks and making your space all cozy. Two, planning for disruption and distractions from your kids. So plan ahead a little with the busy box and lunch is already good to go and kind of a a schedule for the morning. Like, okay, this is when we're going to go do this so that you have a set time where you can work and get stuff done. And they kind of know, okay, this is when we have downtime and then we're going to be going to do this. Number three a tidy house and a clean kitchen. So make sure that you tidy up before you start working. So for me, I know it helps to pick two or three times a day and tidy up our house. So I will tidy up the house if the kids go to school, I race home from the gym, take a shower and we leave. (laughs) and the house is like a tornado. And then after I drop the kids off, I come back home, take 15 minutes to kind of reset everything, clean everything up, make some coffee, get things going. And if they're here during the day, I would wait till the boys have breakfast and then clean everything up and leave just a bowl and like a box of cereal out for my daughter when she eventually comes back downstairs. But the idea is to promote, okay, we're eating our breakfast now. We're not just going to snack all day long. The kitchen's cleaned up. 
when it's time for lunch, then they take their lunch outside. But just to do a reset after breakfast is the best time in our house just to kind of reset everything. And then to do another reset after dinner. Usually after we feed the kids dinner, they're either playing outside for a little while and it's a great time to do laundry and get the house kind of set back for evening time, bedtime routines and that kind of thing. So those are my two times during the day that I tidy up is after breakfast and after dinner. In between there, maybe some things get a little bit more tidy, but usually the kids are playing and they're in the living room or they're doing all kinds of crazy things or they're at school, so nothing gets touched. So you just have to figure out what times work for you to tidy up and kind of clean up the house so that when you sit down to your work block or when you sit down and want to be productive and work on stuff, that you're not overwhelmed by the house being super crazy and then distracted. Number four, our last one is to turn your phone onto work mode when you're trying to get stuff done and you are working. During that time, turn your phone onto work mode, focus on one thing that you're doing on your to-do list, and maybe you put other things at the bottom that come up in your brain, but focus on that one task at a time. Because I know jumping around, (laughs) you could feel like you don't get as much done because you're just not as productive. So make sure you turn your phone on work mode so it doesn't distract you and just keep going straight down your list. Add things to the bottom if they're things you remember. All right, I hope these solutions have helped you and that you're able to get a bit more focused and be a bit more productive in your day, whether you have your kids at home or whether they're at school. As we have talked about, number one was grab whatever you need before you sit down, make it all clean and settled for your workspace. Number two, plan for distractions and disturbances with your kids. Number three is tidy up the house and know when you're going to tidy it up so you're not doing that all the time. Number four is to stay focused, turning off your phone and staying focused on each task. Hopefully these have helped you. I would love for you to come on over to the Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom, and let us know which of these tips has helped you or if you think of any others that have helped you kind of stay focused and productive and in that work mode. As always, please subscribe and leave a review. It does just light up my heart. Until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. podcast has blessed you in some way, please leave a review on iTunes. It lights up my heart when I hear how God is using this podcast to help other women too. This is the number one way other women will find this show and be blessed. So please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you and God bless my friend.